Preeti Chibber. And I'm Jen Northington. And this is Tar Valin or Bust, a Wheel of Time podcast. We are rereading the books. We're talking about our favorite and not so favorite moments and digging into all things Wheel of Time. And this is our dive into episode three of season two of the Wheel of Time TV show, What Might Be, written by John McCutcheon. All right, we have some housekeeping. Real quick, if you have made it to this point in the season, you probably know already we are recording these while the Writers Guild and SAG-AFTRA unions are on strike. And so we will be releasing these once they get their fair deal. Hopefully, hopefully they get their fair deal. Or the strike is over. Um, Fingers crossed for a good outcome for all of them. So Mm -hmm. that's our story. Um, But the other thing is. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Which last time after we stopped recording, Mm -hmm. we unfortunately kept talking without the recording going. Not that, and not because we like it was an accident. No, we finished the episode, and then we were like, "But we have more thoughts." Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. And this, of course, is impacted by the episode we watched today. But we were thinking about how Logan and Mazum Tame are not going to be a single mm-hmm. character, which they very easily could have Could've been. been. Could have been. Uh, so Rand, but instead, Rand's going to have this like whole relationship with Loghain prior to ever meeting Mazerum Tame. So that's yeah. going to be like how very does that even, how does that work? Very, that's very, very different. different. Yeah. And then I was like, wait a minute. So does that mean there's no Asmodian? Because really, when you think about Asmodian's function in the books, he's there to teach Rand. Like yeah. he's there to teach Rand. That's all he does before he gets killed. Mm-hmm. And then like, I think he, you know, we think he's maybe been reincarnated, but it doesn't actually matter because he's no, not- oh. he hasn't. That was in the, that's going to be uh, in housekeeping for our next, oh. well, now it will be in the past. Oh, right. Timey wimey nonsense. Okay. Uh, that'll be in housekeeping for our next book okay. episode. Okay. 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 <laughs> so. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, so then, but so, right. So it just, it, I feel like it really dials in on probably there's not going to be any Asmodian. It seems like. And Loghain will just be Rand's teacher. Except yeah. that he can't channel. So like, how's that going to work? I don't know. Can you teach like with, without being able, like if Rand can't. Like, or are we going to yeah. get. Right. Yeah, right. Well, we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah. to it. Although we I'm going to make a note. Questions. We have questions. I'm making a note here because I don't yes. know where in my notes it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh to so i'm not gonna say this out loud (laughs) oh oh, yeah interesting okay secrets we have secret plans um now we are the ones with secrets all right okay so let's get into episode three yeah which is so intense oh my god so much Nynaeve going into the arches yeah so of course we ended episode two with Nynaeve being brought to the accepted test Mm -hmm. and we open episode three very long cold open of episode three is Nynaeve's entire testing scene so it starts and of course this was interesting and I couldn't remember if this is a thing from the books or not Mm. but when they say to Nynaeve, they're telling her about it, about the arches and how they're mm-hmm. Terangriel. And they say some Terangriel are only for eyes to die to use. Some are for any woman who can mm-hmm. channel. I don't remember Terangriel mm-hmm. being differentiated between eyes to die versus any woman who can channel. I missed that. I 
because I think I heard what I already knew, which is that like we know that some of the Terra Ungriol that work with Teleranrio don't actually need you to be channeling to use right. them. And we know that they were usable by Suin and Leanne yes. after they had been stilled. So yes. like I was just hearing like, oh, anyone can use these. That must be what that set up. It was just an interesting yeah. Yeah. delineation that we don't often hear, which right. is Aes Sedai no, versus yeah. Wilders, I guess, is yeah. what they didn't Although, say. I'm skeptical because what Same. is the difference? Like there is as far that's as why, the right? knows there's no difference. Like that's why I was the confused. Oath not can't possibly mean you can use some Terangriel and not right? others. That it was very ridiculous. confusing. I thought yeah. it was a weird line, but it's yeah. obviously it like very much stuck out to me. Yeah. Um but obviously to your point, maybe it's setting yeah, up yeah. their misunderstanding mm. of Terangriel. Sure. I don't know. It was a little strange. It I was mean, a it strange was, thing. I did appreciate that they were like, we don't know what a lot of them do. Lots of people yeah. have died, but we know it. And now he's like, great. Why am I going in here? I know. Like, well, we know what this one does. <laughs> um, also very much appreciated them letting her stay in her shift. Yes. Yeah. No weird yes, nudity. No Thank weird you. Nudity. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you, writing team, for that. Um all right, so she goes through the first arch. She has her hair down. She's in a field. Ugh. And oh, I know. This was a heartbreaker. Can I tell you? I like basically cried oh, for like through this whole through the episode. whole thing. I was in tears. Her father, this man who clearly is her father, comes and she's like holding a handful of crimson thorn root, which mm -hmm. is like everywhere right now. Apparently. Um, <laughs> and he's like, Oh no, that's dangerous. Like, where did you find it? And she he like washes off her hand in this. And he river. says, Remember, red means dead. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Um, and she, you see that she's her child self. Yeah. Um, she looks at herself, her reflection in the water. Yeah. And then these archers come, bandity archers come and Nynaeve's mom is a total yeah! fucking badass. That was awesome. So incredible. Um, and we're basically, it becomes clear very quickly. We're reliving the death of her parents and like the moment that she, was hidden under the boards that she has told Lan about when yeah. they're exchanging like cultural. It's, it's really hard to watch. So hard to watch. She's like, what was interesting is these were very short. Yeah. Like it was, a, it wasn't a very long clip. It was very, very short. And, but it packs so much, mm -hmm. but it doesn't feel rushed and it doesn't yeah. feel like overstuffed, mm -hmm. but you get enough from her anxiety and like yes. when her mom falls and they like catch oh eyes God. and then like the thing opens behind yes. her and she Sharam had said like the ba the way back will come but once mm -hmm. and Nymeve oh it's brutal it's brutal it's brutal yeah it's really rough and she's like she's been stabbed in the yeah arch and when she comes out she does have an actual physical wound mm-hmm um, which Sharam does say or Sharam I think Sharam says that sometime or leanne maybe i don't remember which one yeah. says it but that sometimes they'll come out with the harm that was done to them and sometimes they don't right. they don't know why and nobody know and she asks like was it real and no one knows well i will point out leandrin keeps pointing out and keeps repeating like your fears are your own because mm -hmm. <laughs> it's it's gonna lay yes. i have a i have a bone to pick with something a little oh, later boy. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, all uh, right. So she goes through the second arch after they have the ritual, like retelling her, like, you know, mm -hmm. 
the the way back will come but once she wakes up in a bed in a hospital next to tam tam al thor has returned love tam although he's very sick there's a fever spreading through the two rivers um and she sees crimson thorn on the table next to him mm-hmm. and she's like what the fuck and natty coffin of all is people wisdom. is the wisdom now which i actually think was a great choice because you needed somebody like in the books it's this like there's a lot of like telling us like how awful this person is yeah. or we already met them and we know they're the worst or whatever yeah. and like we've met so few of the rest of the women's circle but we yeah. like we know who natty coffin is yes so i thought that was a smart substitution there agreed um and you know she's like she Nynaeve is basically like you don't have to like kill them this can be healed and Natty Cawthon is like nobody's coming to heal them if you can heal them go ahead and do it well she says like the Aes Sedai can heal them right. and Natty Cawthon says we've written to the tower and nobody has come mm-hmm. and so there's clearly this is like guilt plus abandonment mm-hmm. plus like the uh distance and disinterest mm-hmm. of Tarvalin of helping right. the people Nynaeve thinks should be helped that's right that's right and so she tries to heal him it's can, heartbreaking can I just say like the look on uh Zoe's face oh my god is so good because mm-hmm. it's like it's like desperation but there's also this like uh fatalism to it like she knows she won't Mm -hmm. be able to do it and so she does all the movements Mm -hmm. but cannot get the channeling out Mm -hmm. and oh my note is like i want to die well and then salt in the wound because tam is like thanking her for keeping rand we say how is rand is he happy yeah yeah thank you for keeping him safe this my note was show why are you doing this why are you doing this to me and then and then he says to her stay with me until the herbs kill me and so she's like it's just the guiltest trip of all time like the worst guilt trip of the century and so she has to go through the arch like the yep. arch shows up and she has to go just to leave him behind to die alone Ooh, it's brutal i know she comes out panicking and again leandrin yeah. is like your fears are your own mm-hmm. do not burden us with them etc and then it's time for number three this was wild too i was like what well the she's hell? like sort of like it what did it was it I can't remember if it made me think of like it was making me think of some movie where someone is falling and mm. it's very like I I can like picture it in my head and hear the music but I can't huh. think of what the movie is. Um but it's like chaotic she has this yes. red, red red dress, dress on yes. and lands vote like a mm-hmm. dialogue is coming of where he's like you are a lioness wisdom and you're mm-hmm. just like oh heartbreaker. And then you see land dying and she comes out of the arch like covered in blood, blood all over her. And she can't remember what happened. Yeah. And they, she just won't. And they're just like, well, you did it. And they're like, yeah. here's your ring. And yeah. I love Nini going, <laughs> keep your ring. I am not your sister. And I was like, yes. what is so at this point i'm like oh shit like are they gonna bring in the kin super early is what my note says like is she gonna go find the kin right now i didn't know what was happening i was like is 90 leaving is this how they get her to bomb like i don't know yeah and then she gets there and she's on her like she well she has this moment with Egwene. yes which is heartbreaking Mm because like 
the show is like hitting home that Nynaeve's choice for all of this was based entirely on Egwene. Mm -hmm. It's not the first time we'll hear this. It's Mm -hmm. not the last time we'll hear this. And so then we see her on her horse leaving Tarvalin and she runs into Lan. I like my notes here. I are just like, oh my God, stop. Like, wait, is this still the arch? Is it not the arch? No, what is this? Let me tell you the moment I knew is when, uh, he says, I could come with you. And I went, yeah, oh, she's still in the arches. That was like the moment. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, my notes are like, I could come with you. And then like exclamation point, exclamation mark. And then it says, God damn it, I knew it. Because the arch shows up. No, the second he said it, I was like, yeah. oh, she's still in the arch. <laughs> it's brutal. It is. Fucking and she brutal. doesn't go through it. She doesn't go through it. She, she stays. She comes back to him and she stays. Because uh, it's so hard. Like, they're both so good together. Like, yes. uh, I can't get over it. I was like, yay, not even land. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and then we cut back to uh, Shariam, Leandrin, and Leanne. Yes. And Shariam basically is like, she trusted you and you got her killed. Right. Alana was right. She never should have gone in there. Mm-hmm. Like, and Leandrin is like pissed as shit. Um <sighs> And like breaks this vase of water that she was gonna pour over ninety. And my I notes am... are like, wow! And that was just the intro. That like, was what? just the freaking cold open. Because then we get to the the title card. Yeah, I've I still have many many Leandrin thoughts, even given yes. what is coming. Yes. Um. All right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Then we this is a title card. And then we're back with the Sanshan with Perrin and the Shinarans. And the ridiculous Palanquin. Yes. Uh, the Sunshine have American accents? Southern American Southern accents. American accents? Which, which we, was in... Go. Yeah. <laughs> Go. In the books, it's described as a drawl. Yep. And I remember Brendan in our, like, tell us what you think is going to happen next in The Wheel of Time and your thoughts about it um, in the show. One of our patrons was like, wouldn't it be amazing if they all had Southern accents? And we assumed they weren't going to because they were so clearly, like, exoticized. Yeah. Closing But shots. nope. But nope. They sure fucking do. And I think it's really smart. I... I just am sort of amazed they were allowed to make that choice, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. Like, wow. Like, kudos to them for making the choice. And then, like, I don't know, like, what they had to do to get that past whoever gets to say. I don't know. You can or cannot alienate our viewers like that. And uh, they did it. They went and did it. So that was freaking cool. Um, But the they're picking out girls who can channel um not that nobody understands nobody what's understands happening what's going on. but yeah. the seldom and the domine are mm-hmm. going through like it's very brutal it's so the rough. soldiers are like roughing people up and then mm-hmm. the the which one domine mm-hmm. will like point somebody out mm-hmm. and then oh the lady sarath with her two finger those very long yes. fingernail things so uh, creepy. okay well you're jumping ahead though we don't oh, know sorry, who sorry. it is yet sorry sorry point. sorry at this point we don't we'll know. find out by the end of this yes scene. yes it's totally true but um, the, and the empress or it's not the empress the high lady speaker is like you squat on stolen land which i was like wait a minute are we doing like a native american this was weird thing? right i didn't like yes, that i did I, not that, like that that language is very pointed mm-hmm. my note is you you squat on stolen land and then and I wrote, 
because it's very pointed language yeah. and I don't know unless they're doing a way like they're trying to find a way to like uh show how people take language and and twist it and use sure, it right but right. Eh, it was a it little fell a little flat it fell a little flat i agree um but like land that once once belonged to us and will again so they've like the return is already happening like yes. the return is here like it's yes. like it's right now um and this soldier and uno have been eyeballing each other mm-hmm. and this is the point at which we find out that the woman in the mask is Seroth, not anybody else i was like is there are they going to introduce her that soon no that. it's Seroth. Um, it's Seroth. and yeah her fingernail like gestures are they're so, so creepy because they're so they're like a they're foot and a half long. long. And like all the while, Ishmael has not said a word. No, he's just, he is standing, just there. standing there. At one point, I can't remember how early it happens, but he sees and notices Perrin mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. pointedly. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And then this was wild because oh, Uno, I know. I was not ready for this. I was not ready. Uno is not having it, obviously. Yeah. So when they're like, who will swear first? The soldier mm-hmm. who is they've been having these eyes because this man mm-hmm. and uno is like furious he is like ready to fight and i my note is because they can't kill uno can they <laughs> immediately 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 because of course he's not gonna swear spike no like well that was the the point of him being the first one to be picked is to show what happens if you don't do it because they knew that he he was clearly a troublemaker yeah um and it says if you will she says something like if you will not make the swear if you will not swear then we will make the swear for you or we will swear for you or something and they push him down mouth first through this spike so it goes through oh, his head and it's not a little so one it's like a big no, one i like gasped and like had to look away because it was so rough and i can't yeah. believe they killed uno I know. I know i am distraught we barely got uno we it's barely so got uno i just and it, i guess it signals really some changes him. well yeah i think it signals some changes down the line but again yeah. they have to make things move faster so yes you they know. have eight seasons for yeah. 14 books or whatever it's wacky but it was oh that was rough stuff yeah so you know ingtar is like uh live to fight another day y'all like let's yeah. swear the earth. like um, our lives are not worth our pride i think he right. says yeah yeah and, and Perrin, of course, is last, but he does. And that's he when, does yeah, bend. Ishmael yeah. and Perrin make eye contact. You're like, oh, this isn't going to be good. No, that Ishmael knows who he is. Well, yeah, this is the point, like, which was nice of, like, really in this episode or in these in the first half of this season, we're seeing what is known early on in the books, which is Ishmael's focus on all three of the boys. Four, maybe five, Remember? maybe five, Remember? right, right. There's no, no, no but in the books, in oh, the yeah, books, yeah, yes, in yes, the yes, books, it's yes. the three boys. Yes, that's right. Um, so we're seeing some of that come right. forward. But I think this is very interesting. I have, I have questions mm, about mm-hmm, what's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. All right. So then we're with Rand and Logan in the garden, and mm-hmm. uh... <laughs> this made me laugh though, because <laughs> Logan's like, I can see your roots. <laughs> 
<laughs> bro right. rude rude <laughs> and then i was like wait why does it matter and then i was like oh right because oh, right. he's the Tyrion, which was yeah. like the isle war like they hate yeah. isle like okay right sure <clears throat> um and and logan is very like how long are you gonna wait to ask what it is that you want to add like it must have taken you months to work your way in here i remember you and i'm just like losing my shit i'm like holy fuck like <laughs> what is happening and it it recontextualizes the scene we saw in the yes. first season of yes. Logane seeing either Matt or Rand, obviously, mm. um, and knowing that he would. And now we know he was looking at Rand yes. because he says, when another man can channel, there's a glow. And I yes. knew you would shake the world is what yes. he says. Yes. And yes. he couldn't help but laugh. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I love this guy. Ooh. He's so good. He's so good. He's so good. Um, and so Rand, of course, is like, I want to know how not to go mad. Like, I want to know how to control it. And Logan is like, bring me wine. <laughs> Alvaro Forte is so good. He's so good. He's I was like, I'm so going to cosplay as this Logan yeah. in his like blue robe and pajamas. <laughs> asking uh, for wine yeah, bring like, me a galdanian red or however and they so say like it. this is where we are like yeah so obviously he's sort of gonna be this asmodian character mm-hmm. it seems like leaning very seem. heavily on that yeah. um and so yeah bring me gelden wine and Rand's yeah. like, where the fuck am where i supposed to get that? get that he's like i don't know you'll figure it out Oh, so he Ray goes back to the foregate and there's like a gleeman in an amazing patch cloak entertaining yeah, I, all the of the costuming. The... I so know we good. say it every time, but so just good. like my goodness. I know, I know. Uh, let's see. So Celine is drinking at a table and Rand goes over um, and they are watching these hunters for the horn, mm-hmm. like gathering to leave. And Rand is like, Horn. This made me laugh. What What's the horn, horn of Valir? No, it's like you're a like, moron. Oh, buddy. <laughs> but it's true. He doesn't know. No, he, he doesn't in know. this in this version, he does not know. So all these hunters are gathering to leave tomorrow. And I was like, oh, are we gonna get file really early too? Like, I don't know. Um, but he is like, where do I get a bottle of fancy red wine? And she Can was I like, tell you, hold yeah. on, because I was like. After he had that Horn of Valir conversation, my note is, do we think we're going to learn about the Game of Houses here? And then Lucan <laughs> sure goes, we need to get you a better coat. And I was yes. like, well, I guess that here answers we are. my question. It's the Game of Houses. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and here we are. All right. So then we jump back to Tarvel and Egwene and Elaine are hungover. Love I love it. it. I love it so much. They're just it's drinking very, together like, every night. Anne of Green Gables, like raspberry cordial, yes. like bosom <laughs> friends. Like I'm here for it. I I'm love so it. into it. Um, and sh- so, uh, right. Egwene goes to Nynaeve's room and knocks on the door and Shariam is in there packing. This and- is, oh. I was like, Shariam, what the fuck? Why would you just say it like so that? Cold. So but then she says, cold. I will speak bluntly, not out of cruelty, but out of respect, which I thought was a good touch. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So she tells Egwene, like, Nynaeve's dead. She's never coming back. She never came back out of the arches. Um, Elaine comes in and Shariam's like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> but but the thing is, is that Shariam here, this is what I wanted to know. Shariam here says, your grief is your own. Mm-hmm. And it echoes the, your fears right. are your own, which is this sort of, like, I think it the the phrasing has to be deliberate. It's mm-hmm. so specific. Yeah. And it's such a conscious idea. What they're thinking about here is 
what the Aes Sedai asks of people, what the tower asks of people mm. and what the tower gives, because there's a moment at one point soon. Um, oh, it's, it's when uh, Nynaeve is going to leave the tower in her. Mm. In the arch. Whatever. In the arch. Uh, when she has that moment with the Gwen, she mm-hmm. says, you know what Aes Sedai means? And it's right, servants servant of all, all. Mm-hmm. which is giving everything to ever like it's it's yes. giving everything to the tower and yet not your grief or your pain or right. your fears. Right. So I just thought it was like an interesting gotcha. thing that they were doing. I did not get um, that about. It was just so pointed every time Leandrin was like, your fears are your own. I mean, do it not felt burden like us with them. Phrasing to me. It did until she said, yeah. do not burden us with them. Right, right. That was the the key to me. Yeah. And so the same thing here, gotcha. your grief is your own. It is not our burden mm. to bear, even mm-hmm. though they're trying to say it kindly, like we're right. going to let you have this. Right. But no. No. No, no. <laughs> Woo. So then we cut to Matt and Leandrin. And Matt is waking up. I know, I know, I know. Why is she so obsessed with him? Well, I know. I know. I, we know, we know. To an extent. By the end of episode four, we know. Uh-huh. Right. So anyway, Matt is waking up and Leandrin is like doing a whole like song and dance about how sad she is. Like we lost a sister this morning. The right. door is open. You're free to go. Like basically is like telling Matt, like, go find Egwene. She needs a friend. And she's like, it's all your fault that I sent Nynaeve through the arch. It's just bananas. It's a the banana whole scene feed. doesn't make sense, though, to me. Like, it in not only, I mean, Leandrin's thing, it's obviously it's an affectation and she's yes. just trying to play the game as best she can. But the thing about Matt, which I found frustrating, is that. Yes, there is Dagger Matt, and Dagger Matt is mm-hmm. affected. Obviously, there's a selfishness and a horror there. But Matt Cawthon yeah. would never leave his friends. Yeah. He would grumble. He would mm-hmm. bitch about it. But he would never just walk mm-hmm. away. So having him, like, it just... I mean, we're not there yet, but, like... I know. It was just, like, very confusing to me. Because it felt very unmat. Like I understand she's like playing on his anxieties and right. how and like being told that he's nothing. Like that's I know. like echoing again, like what his mom said to him back in Two Rivers. Like she's playing on these like very I know specific... it just feels like a fundamental character shift. Yeah, that doesn't track in a way that some of the other character choices have. No, I mean I agree with you when we get to that part. This yeah, yeah, part yeah. though where he's like clearly struck by her yes, words. Yes. Where she's like you can go because you're useless. You are I nothing. Know. Like get the hell out of here. Um so that was brutal. And then we see Leandrin dropping uh nine ring into the cauldron thingy. Um, and a green comes up behind and I was like, yeah, she's like, you know, she's blaming Leandrin. She's channeling fire at her. And Leandrin's like, don't like think that you can get away with this. And a I did appreciate a Like you have no idea what I'm capable of. No, I loved that. Yeah. I'm still, even knowing what we know, I'm hmm. still so stuck on Leandrin because we see her in scenes by herself making there's no dissembling there. Why mm. would she be dissembling if she's by herself? Mm. And we can talk about it more at the reveal yeah. in the next episode, but I'm like so confused okay. by it. Fair enough. 
But I did love the like, you have no idea what I'm capable of. I have have theories about her affect in this scene and others that are related to the reveal. Okay, so (laughs) then we go to Randon Celine. It's a very fancy banquet hall. He's in the coat. He's in the coat. He's in the the red coat with the gold crane embroidery. The the, like embroidery. I loved it. So well. It is not what I pictured in my head when I was Mm -hmm. Reading, but I fully loved what they did. I loved yes. all the costuming in this. Yes. yes. Like the combination of like the um panel that is very like Victorian, it felt mm-hmm. like, and the like robes. Mm-hmm. Just I just thought it was cool. I thought yeah. they did such a cool thing. Yeah. It is very Victorian, like the wigs and like the But the... then there are these touches of other Yes, yes exactly. Right? Yeah. Like so it's just sort it's of a like meld. a mishmash. It's, an, it's a meld. Yeah. It's a well done meld. Yeah. Um so this older woman comes up to talk to him when Celine wanders off and um, like hands him this invitation and is like, oh, it's so interesting. Uh, it's the game of houses. It's sort the game of, of houses. Um, which I loved because yes. we get this moment because yes. she's like, well, you. I hope you're ready because no matter what you answer, you're going to be mm-hmm. saying something to these people. So which is it? Yes or no? And Rand leans over and throws the <laughs> invitation away. And he's like, neither. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, well. Oh. And this is straight out of the books of yes. like Land's introduction. I mean, the context is slightly different, but this is like truly straight out. Just of- that that image of him tossing yes, the, the invitations, invitations into, the, into the trash. It, yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. Yep. Um, so she like tells him that, you know, oh, you're staying in the foregate, like I and then explains the existence of the foregate to him in this like very like monologue speech. Um and Celine cuts in. Uh, well, first she tells him mm-hmm. first Lady Anver tells him about the horn, of course, and right. that it's not a real thing. Right. Because in this world, the queen of uh, Kairhian has mm-hmm. is has promised a great bounty for whoever mm-hmm. will bring the horn back to Kairhian. And Lady Anver, who is this old lady, is like, oh, that's not real. That's it's so just real. a way to keep the foregate clear because right. we can't just kick people out of their homes, but we can convince them to leave. Right. And so it's just a way of controlling poor people, yes. essentially. Yep, yep, yep. And, and Rand then- is horrified. Oh, yeah, obviously horrified. <laughs> Right. And then Celine cuts in and takes him away. And he tells Celine, he's like, it's not real. It's not like, real. Duh. Duh. You're going to miss the fireworks. <laughs> he gets like, really, he gets the wine. He's like, I'm leaving. And she's like, you're going to miss the fireworks. It's really funny. <laughs> Cracked me up. I'm like, oh, Rand, you're a baby. He's still a baby. <laughs> still, still a baby. I mean, he's getting, you know, more edge to him, but he is, still has so far to go. I think go. he's trying. Well, he <laughs> I mean, we saw no, him beat he the is, shit out is, of the orderly. You're like, right. He you know, is. He is. But this is the journey that he is on. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, one step forward, two steps back. Yeah. Um. So then we cut to the fireworks, which Loghain is watching in the mm-hmm. courtyard. Um, and Rand comes in with the bottle. And then we get this amazing performance again. from. Oh, Al he's Earl so Lohane. good. Like, it's like, there's, you can't stop it. There's, there's no madness. He you says, know? you cannot stop the urge to touch the power. And my note is, sorry, buddy boy. Yeah. Because <laughs> Rand's so upset about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then Rand is, because Logan is basically telling him like, well, I'm not mad. I'm hearing the voices of the previous dragons. And Rand 
is like, you're not the dragon. No, but then Loghain says, the blood of Luce Theron flows in my veins. And you're oh, like, whoa! They're like, even though we know, there was a moment I was like, shit. Is Loghain the dragon? dragon <laughs> we know like, it's that. They're playing it very well. They are. Um, and then, and Loghain is like, I don't know what you are, but like, you, you can't hide from it, whatever. No, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Whew, and then we cut to Matt, who uh, is wandering this around. Doesn't the tower. No, I think this is. I agree with you. This is so out of character. He finds so Egwene, out of character. He sees her crying in the garden, and he just walks away. He goes back to his cell to get Min. It doesn't um, make sense. Like even when no. he gets to, because like I think about how Matt left the tower in the books, mm-hmm. and. It's the same thing in the sense that he doesn't know where he's going, but in the books, he's like, I don't fucking care. I am getting out of here because no one is allowed to control me. Right. Like, I'll go home. I'll Mm -hmm. just do whatever I need to do, but I am Mm -hmm. leaving. And so this notion that Matt would see Egwene and feel so impacted by this, like, shitty person's words that he would Mm -hmm. go back to his cell and be like, I don't know where to go. Yeah. Like, who no. are you? I agree. I like that. I think they needed that to happen because they needed Min and Matt to go on the road for but this plot. They could have done it in a way that yes. Matt is like, I'm going to get you out of here. Right. My door is open. Yes. Let's get the hell out of here. Yes. Yes. Yeah. This felt so strange and right. not like Matt's not a follower in no, that way. No. no. So and weird. I think. I think also, like, you could have done it in a way where, like, he, like, is afraid that if he talks to Egwene, he won't be able to leave. He and so totally. he, like, maybe leaves her a note or there's Which some, we've like, seen that before. Regret. Yeah, we've yeah. seen that before. Exactly. But, like, this where he's, like, he's, like, yeah, he, like, feels bad so he doesn't go say anything to her, like, feels very incorrect. Very out of character. Weird reading of the character. Or they're yeah. just trying to, like, again, make us believe that this is who Matt is. Which what, is, to what end? I, yeah, I don't. Well, again, they're setting him up to be dark, Matt. So Ugh, I hate it. I know. But they want us to believe that this is who he is, that he's like that, you know, like rolling my by eyes. insecurity. You are rolling. Do you, <laughs> do you think it's possible that because Matt was so clearly Robert Jordan's favorite character in the books, yeah. in that it is hard like, not that he doesn't make mistakes, not that he doesn't make choices that are infuriating and all those things, but he is so obviously the favorite character of the mm. writer that it's mm-hmm. like there are points to our to our own conversation a couple weeks ago of right. like what these books would look like if they were Matt POV mm. all the time, you know, because <laughs> he is a hero. He mm. is a very traditional, reluctant yes. hero. I wonder if it was like we can't he can't be right. the hero. Right. He has to be as fallible internally mm. as the rest of them. Oh, that's because interesting. Matt is very fallible externally. Yes. But internally, yes. it's a lot of like bitching and moaning, but then he does the right thing. Right. Ooh, that's interesting, Preeti. I would buy it. Right? Buy it. Maybe. I don't love it because I love Matt. Yeah, but I can I can understand it from a storytelling yes. perspective. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody is making choices that you're frustrated by. Yes. Matt, I think, makes the right choice very the frequently wrong the yeah. wrong way. That's right. So here they're making him ha- be sit, make the wrong choice 
in the, the wrong, wrong way, way. Yeah. so that we can be frustrated right. as frustrated with, with him, him as we are yeah. with other characters. That's I think that's fair too. I mean, I think it could be both of those things. Like yeah. they're trying to like set him up in a different way than book Matt. Totally. And so here we are. All right. So then we cut back to the Shanshan wagons. Heron is chained up inside and Ishmael is in there with him and is like, we're going to film. <laughs> and and, you know, they have this whole conversation. I have so many questions. Yeah, it's wild. Because so like, so Ishmael's whole thing is he wants Perrin to embrace the beast within. Yes. Mm-hmm. The implication is the wolves, b- which was strange to me because the wolves are not dark no, friends or right, dark creatures. Right. They hate the dark one. I think it's. I think it's actually not the wolves. I think it's the rage. Like the rage. Oh, that I see Aaron's what you're saying. But, but he says literally the line is the more wolf you are, the more yes. you're mine. Right. That's right. But I think he's, we well, you know he's the father of lies. He literally tells Perrin in this scene that one of his names is the father of lies. Like I think he's fucking with Perrin, who's one of the four that. But, but why drive him to the wolf? Well, that I don't think he is intentionally doing here. I think he wants, I think he was telling him so that Perrin will not go, like the more wolf you become, the more your mind would make oh, him I not see want what you're to saying. become, you know what uh, I'm saying? Like yeah, 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 you're not wrong. Him. Okay, 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 um, okay. Okay, I'm sorry. And then speaking of the wolves, we hear the wolves howling outside and this Ooh. my note is like, oh shit, I remember, I just remembered that Elias didn't go into the city. So he's yeah. been free this whole time. Yeah. And so, yeah, the wolves are attacking. Um, the Domine are striking back. And then Elias breaks in and frees Perrin. And he has blood all over his mouth. Like, literally, yeah. like, he has, like, ripped somebody's throat out with his teeth. Yep. And you're like, oh, shit. Um, and this wolf leads Perrin away. And I was like, is it Hopper? Is it going to be Hopper? It's going to be Hopper. <laughs> well, it's great because Perrin has this moment with Elias where he's like, is this, did you know that's why you didn't right. come? Uh, and Elias is... Like, go, you can't help your friends from the back of a cage because mm-hmm. Perrin wants to wait and help save the Shinarans yes. and yeah. Loyal. And then he sends him off with the wolves. Yeah. And it's awesome because it felt very much like the scene we didn't get of like the wolf fight with the white cloaks. Oh, yeah. When Perrin yes. and Egwene are on the run. Yeah. Um, which sort of happens in the first season, it but does. not in the way it happens. Not in the same way. Yeah. Although we do get a callback to that. We uh... do. All right, so let's see. Um, oh, right, and then we cut to Min, who is packing bags on these horses that they've stolen, borrowed, liberated. Um, <laughs> and I love this pairing. I'm like, yes, get, even though I hate the way it happened, I'm like, Matt and Min on the road, like, yes, give it their to me. Their characterizations, what's frustrating, though, is that their book characterizations yeah. work really well together. Yeah. And so that's what I want. Yeah. But with leaning into this, like, weird, yes. weak, dark Matt, it yes. makes it more uneven even in a way that I don't like but and not even just that so Min is like oh I gotta grab one more thing and she goes into this door and Leandrin is there and is like so you know where you're going right you know and (sighs) Min is like "Uh uh-huh and then Leandrin says to her if you succeed Moiraine won't have anything over either of us again and I was just like what like I hate this it's yeah I hate it I don't hate it because I feel like I get where, like, especially by the end of episode four, I was like, I feel like I get where this is going. Yes. But I hate, I mean, I hate Leandrin. Obviously, I hate Leandrin. It's just, it feels a little bit like 
some scenes feel like duplicity for duplicity's sake. Hmm. Like I almost hmm. wish they pulled back on her a little bit. Like it's too much Leandrin. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. But a we'll, lot. A lot. We'll, we'll continue. All right. So Rand is back at the inn. And this also, I was like, wait, what's happening? <laughs> They're really up to like the sexy yeah, factor. But in, in a way season. that I'm like, I don't like this. No, I'm not, I'm not really <laughs> interested. So Rand comes back. They have like a little fight. Then they like start to make out. And then Rand starts channeling. And she's like, just let go. Like, don't be afraid. And then he he wakes up. It was a dream. And he has set the whole inn on fire. Yep. It's, yeah, it's a lot. It's a it's, lot. It's a lot. I think, I wonder, for people who have not read the books who are watching the show, mm-hmm. I feel like that could be why they're leaning into the sexiness of it, because it masks right some of it yes yeah because like when you're reading the books you're like there is something up with this woman like you know there's something up but if the show is like we want to hold on to that yeah yeah and so leaning into like what would be keeping them together makes sense so i get it okay fair enough um all right so then we go to Egwene, who is in the room with the arches channeling trying to open a Ugh, by herself this poor girl oof and elaine comes in and she's like you know there have been over a hundred attempts to do this and it never works mm-hmm. like you have to and then she runs down Egwene's entire personal history like she's like i know you came from the two rivers i yeah. know what happened which like on- how and i was like what did Egwene tell I know. I was. I don't know. I truly do not know. It was a little weird, but I think that was just like we need Elaine to be able to give this speech, basically. Yes, and it's Um, very real talk with Elaine, is what my note says. And I kind of I love this this angle on Elaine. Well, it was Elaine basically reminding Egwene of Nynaeve's sacrifice Mm -hmm. for coming here for her, so that Egwene wouldn't throw the opportunity Mm -hmm. away. That's right. And I liked it because there was a moment where I was like, "Are they going to have Egwene save Nynaeve? Because I don't really want that because she'd already done." that yeah um so i was glad that this is how they decided to use that moment i agree so yeah they're like she's like i brought blankets like we can stay the night yeah it's you know we can't do anything else but we can stay the night oh and then we come back oh my god she's carrying a basket of like greens and Perrin is chasing this little girl around he made her a sword and then Matt comes riding up all fancy I know and he's like brought gifts for this little girl and it's so cute and like Lan is like making honey cakes I know his hair is down like I just and then so like she they're all in the kitchen and Matt and Perrin are um uh playing with Nynaeve's daughter Nynaeve mm-hmm. comes over to Lan is like oh I got a message I got a letter from Egwene mm-hmm. and there are there's like Trollocs on the in Saldea or something mm-hmm. and Lan's like well Saldea's far away and Nynaeve's like not far enough yeah um and they have this very pointed conversation about that is basically Nynaeve's own like anxieties about responsibility yes. coming right. out right do you regret leaving the tower? Yeah. And all of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, no, no, fucking Trollic breaks the down Trollic the door. Shows up. Holy shit. And, and then basically... we get this full circle. She hides her daughter in the cellar. Uh, She's fighting uh, the Trollic. Matt is dead. Like Perry crying dead. again. Lan is dead. I just can't even. So she, and then she channels. She channels. 
Mm -hmm. because she's so upset. But Lan still dies this time. Yes. Unlike the last time this happened. When she saved him. When she saved him. And mm-hmm. the daughter comes out and is like, what's that, mommy? And more Trollocs are coming. But there's a doorway. There's an arch now. And Nynaeve picks up her daughter. And she oh takes her into the arch. And she comes out bloody and there's no daughter. And my oh. note here is how many times can Nynaeve make me cry today? Oh, like a thousand. <laughs> like literally every scene. Every scene. Uh, and then she's back and she's covered in blood and yeah. she's panicking and she's freaking out. But Egwene is there to... Yeah. Hug her and tell her everything's going to be okay. It is brutal. And that's how the episode ends. It's freaking brutal. It is rough stuff. Yeah. I remember this episode ending and me being like, where are we going? Like, I don't know where we're going with this. It's, Um, yeah. And we know that what they have done is sat down and mapped out eight seasons mm -hmm. to cover every thread of the book. Yeah. Um, And so, for us being in book nine, yeah, it is interesting to sort of see how they're pulling so many threads from earlier books into this whole different amalgamation. So it is really hard to know, even though we like quote unquote know mm-hmm. what's coming, it's hard to know. Yeah, yeah, totally. Woo! All right, so yeah, that's that uh, was the that episode. was that. Uh, so a big thank you to Brian Dunn, fellow Wheel of Time fan and musician who created the amazing intro and outro tracks for this podcast. You can find more of his work at briandunnmusic.net. That's Brian with a Y and Dunn with two N's. And as always, if you are enjoying the show, please do leave us a review and or rating on wherever, wherever. Helps other folks find the show. We super like reading them. In between shows, you can find us on social media. Currently, I am on Blue Sky and Tumblr as Jen IRL, J-E-N-N-I-R-L, and on Instagram as I am Jen IRL, and on Book Riot's SFF, yeah, podcast. You can find me on all social medias at Run With Skizzers, S-K-I-Z-Z-E-R-S, and co-hosting Daisy Geek Girls, as well as this season, this in quotes, because I don't know when we're listening right. to this, uh, this season's Women of Marvel podcast, um, which is also available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, other than that, you can come hang out with us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Tarvalin or Bust. And a huge thank you to our Patreon supporters, who at the time of this recording are Molly B. Joanne N.T. Jennifer P, Anastasia L, Jessica D, Laura M, Brandon, Spencer, Jarvis, Jonathan, Bruce L, Benjamin A, The Bitter Fig, Nate M, Joanna S, James C, Druidus Cleodna, Ross J, Stevani, Joseph E, Johanna R, Christina M, Lizzie R, Kate G, Erica, Ariel, Holly B, Elizabeth M, Ryan M, Zach H, Eleanor, Justin H, Fred, Robin, Lisa D, Jordan Z, Greg G, Saga N, Josh S, Robert J, Ben P, G. Todd, P. Footy, Ross P., 
Tobin T, Megan, David N, Ariel B, Amy A, Michael, Linnea M, Lindsay W, Julie, Danielle G, Dan B, John A, Clara H, Carly, Brendan O, Mary, Caroline P, Joe E, James K, Mathis, Joseph S, Ryan M, Sarah R, Helen D, Joshua M, Michael D, M. Lethem, Janae H, Jennifer P, Christina G, Chaitali S, Charlie E, Arcade, Stephen S, James, Ruth A, Jetlag Jessica, Mandarb the girl, not the horse, David U, Meridim, Mimi K, Amanda, Heather J, Christina M, Malia H, Keith, Sirius G, Olivia K, Joshua S, Nicholas E, Michelle S, Michelle D, Destination Toast, MJ, Kat S, Jericho W, Thomas K, Elizabeth F, Emily, Evans K, Ola J, Yulia S, Brian D. This episode is not the ending. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the Wheel of Time, but it is an ending. <laughs>